king below than a servant above. I'd rather be free and hate than a prisoner of love. Six. Six. Oh, six. Six. In the near future, Doc Terror and his cyborg companion hacker unleash their forces to conquer Earth. Only one force can stop this evil. A handful of brave men. In specially created exo-brains, they can be transported anywhere to fuse with incredible assault weapon systems beam down from the space station sky vault. Becoming man and machine, power extreme. Mark Hudson. Brilliant Sea Operations Commander. Dirty Dirty Dustin. Rugged Land Operation Specialist. Thomas the Tank. Daring Air Operations Expert. Whatever the challenge, they are ready. The Break Room. Podcasting live from the Break Room Towers in the scrotum of the DFW Metroplex, it's The Break Room with Mark, Dustin, and Thomas. Yeah, 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 yeah. Episode 268 of The Break Room. Back for our once quarterly appearance. Not like that long. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. It's an occasional appearance. It's, I would say it's more than bi-monthly? Maybe it's bi-monthly. We're getting better. Not quite bi-monthly, but... It's probably about to get worse again. Three-weekly. Dustin's always voting for worse. I know. I don't even know that's, why he comes back to these revamps of the show because that's true. He clearly doesn't point. give a fuck. It's just your passion for podcasting. I should go ahead and take off. He's doing it for the love of podcasting, <laughs> not for the show. That is true. Once I get here, I like it. I just don't ever want to get here. That's true. God, <laughs> it's such a drag to drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fifteen minutes. <laughs> not with the uh, constant closings of exits upon seventy-five. That right. is true. It's a little bit longer, but you're not talking about it's like a three-hour hike or some shit. It's pretty close to that. Not really. It's basically like traveling out of you know out of state. You're. It's pretty close. It's the same thing. <laughs> it would it be possible for Plano, Texas, to leave fifteenth the fuck alone? Just once, just like for a nice period of time. They, they have really. If you go to the north side, get local, or the what's heading south. They've really revamped it where you can get haunted bush better because that's always been a fucking stop down. So they're doing both sides. Yep, that was getting local on your ass. <laughs> it's extremely local. Let's have more infrastructure talk. More infrastructure talk, yes. It's so on thrilling. Dallas's leading infrastructure podcast, <laughs> The Break Room. What's up next for Dot Mark? <laughs> Coming up, yet another toy is in the works. That's probably true. All right. This time on the East Bank and the West Bank of the Trinity River. Or I guess it'd be north and south, but... Well, they are building the uh, actual park within the river this time, right? Around they're going to build it. a tollway around the... Within the floodplain. Yeah, and they're going to build a tollway on top of the park. No, they're not doing that anymore. They finally scrapped that. No, did they? No, it's about damn time. Did we they? Don't. There's some infrastructure talk. Oh, okay. There we go. Yeah, they actually did, which is a good idea. It is good. All right, that's enough infrastructure talk. <laughs> uh, What's going on north here? What's going on on 380, Mark? 
Why would he know that? <laughs> it keeps up with infrastructure all the time. It doesn't matter where it is. It's time for another award-winning edition of the Taste Buddies. Taste Buddies. Assemble. It's somewhere in the text thought. I don't know what I want. Chicken donor, coffee kebab, or lamb shish, or mixed special. Sometimes I get a coffee. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, you already did that. God, yeah. So, the Italians are really loud today. It's me, Italian Amanda. Amanda? Italian Amanda. <laughs> what the hell? It's sucky, me, sucky. Italian Amanda. <laughs> so I went to the uh, the liquor store today. Whoa, Uh-oh. What was it? Oh, God. Fling oh. her down. Fling her down. <laughs> thought it was my whiskey. <laughs> um, so I went to the... Uh, it's just your sex connection. The uh, <laughs> That sounds like your something it's not. Um... Went to the liquor store today to get a couple of different brands of the uh, Johnny Walker. That means he traveled across 75, folks, Ooh. just to keep it to infrastructure. <laughs> Everything in this episode <laughs> is going to relate to city infrastructure. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, anyway, Johnny Walker has um, a special, very special uh, bottle. Bottle. This one they refer to Called as... Swing. Swing. No. Uh, there's no H in it. Oh, okay. That swing, like sex swing? Uh, I don't think so. Um, oh, damn. Well, this podcast was, some, was about to get a lot more interesting. There was some more definition on the box that I threw away, <laughs> but apparently they didn't transport that to the back, because this is just Should the government warning on the back of it. So. <laughs> it's just, this will kill your liver, that's all they say on there? Um, pretty much. It's 40% alcohol. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much what it's It's by said. volume, it's Mark. It's got an 800 number on there, too. There you go. <laughs> but it's a very different... Like almost an upside-down heart-looking cask that Johnny Walker's not really used to doing. So Yeah, they really never do that. It's a, it caught my eye, for sure, but I wanted to... Like it stabbed you in the eye? <laughs> I wanted to try it. Why did it catch, uh, caught, catch caught into your eyes? Well, because I just told you, because it's a different cask. <laughs> he was looking up had. drops and not listening to you. Nobody's going to listen to this shit. Let's just shut mm. up. Smells like, uh, smells like scotch there. That's a very fancy bottle, I'm going to say. We've been talking about it for five <laughs> minutes, you dumb fuck. He's, he was looking up drops. He wasn't <laughs> listening to you. Or looking up city infrastructure talk. <laughs> <laughs> you don't put your nose all the way in it. Stop it! God damn it! <laughs> it smells lightly of cherries. Uh, maybe. You want to stick it up your butthole too? <laughs> <laughs> it's my part. It's, what do you think I'm sticking? It's my primary sensory organ. It's yeah. It smells a lot it smells, like other Johnny Walkers. It's pretty pleasurable. I don't see. I think it's got a little bit different. A faintly different. Let me see it again. It's got a nice uh, color of English leather. Yeah. Yeah. It's got. Color, yeah, it's it's definitely a deeper red hue than yeah, true. a lot of the Johnny Walker is. There you go. If you'd pass that down, that guy. That made the glass very warm. It's got a natural heat to it. The okay. swing. <laughs> That's the, the glass is mine and just came out of the dishwasher. <laughs> I thought this was the sex uh, the sex power coming out of that glass out of the no, glass of swing. Nothing, nothing. That <laughs> the official thing. liquor for swingers. <laughs> By the way, why are you looking up at uh, Jane the Virgin porn over there? Okay. I was looking at new movie <laughs> posters, and that's one of the ones that I stopped on. Nude movie posters? Just haven't moved. No, it's a CW show. <laughs> so, ah, it smells, ah, smells like scotch, ah, scotch whiskey, pretty much. Oh, she had an accident. Oh, she did. It that's such a climax. God. <laughs> See, look how small it is. <laughs> so. Is there a Thomas behind me in that drop? I don't know. Oh, let me hear it again. See, look how small it is. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> See, look how small it is. <laughs> I can't quite make out what it's happening. <laughs> See, look how small it is. 
The beginning's the best part. Well, ass raper. Uh, so back to the, the sex <laughs> wing. Anyway, uh, sex- instead of Mark just going through individual drops from twenty years ago. So, taste it. No, not yet. I thought, this, I thought this was smell buddies. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to smell it and just throw it off your balcony. Tastes like Johnny Walker. Yeah, I, don't, I honestly, there's. It's got less oaky afterbirth than the black. Yeah, Johnny I think Walker it does black. too. It's got a little bit of a sweet, sweet front end to it. There's a little bit of sweetness to it at the front end. Which it doesn't usually have. But it tastes, I mean, to me, it's got definitely that signature Johnny Walker flavor palette to it. Yeah. Which I don't really know how to describe because I'm no liqueur expert, but... I think you are. But if you taste a Johnny Walker, you know what I'm talking about. That's true. You're a beer expert, not a liquor expert. Mm -hmm. Not known for my liquor acumen. (laughs) It's so funny that you put that mic like way up in I your face. I don't understand why he does it like that. It's, it's like, like a, a giant sir, fucking lie. The show is like a mask. I am a like the work Fridays. I'm a professional podcaster. This is all professional podcasters podcast. That is debatable. <laughs> That's true. All of that is debatable. You have podcasted a lot. That's true. You've done a lot of episodes. I'll give you that. This is how we do it in the biz. <laughs> I did. I don't think what was the it? number of episodes makes you a professional, though. I think you either are a professional, probably or not. Probably if you have an intake of actual money, that probably helps. But we have <laughs> probably we have a reverse flow of money on the shows, <laughs> on these shows. Hey, we got a potential sponsor on the other one. That's true. Someday. Um, I gotta say, I'm not real super impressed with this one. It does have a little bit of a sweet taste on the front side. It's not that bad to me. But the back side's not, not really bad. doing I mean, it for me. It's smooth. not bad. I just don't like it. Like I've had it's kind of black and green today. It's and got I think kind both of a flaming of diarrhea bottom on it. <laughs> I was gonna say it's got a really smooth front end, and yeah. then. A hellfire back end, yeah. which is really that's weird. Kind of what it feels like, and that <laughs> worries like a, me about what it's like on the actual back end. <laughs> it's, it's a torrential downpour. Well, that'll be a post game uh, show that Thomas will cover. <laughs> yeah, this is Thomas the Tank from the restroom. <laughs> it's a torrential downpour as he's eating chips. Taste diarrhea on the back end. <laughs> the chips yeah, that's the actually problem. help. That's the problem with it, though. It's it's way too fiery. It's like I, it, I agree. It's like it ate some sweet peppers that had like a kick on the back end. They came out of their ass, just flaming. Well, and if it, it promoted it with some sort of like if it was called Fireball or some shit yeah. like that, that would make more sense. Yeah, but, but is it is it worse than regular Jameson though? I mean, no, no, absolutely okay. not. Then no, you should be I'm used saying, to the Hellfire. But I'm saying, I'm saying for I'm, I'm like comparing it. Walkers to Walkers here. Yeah, Johnny's yeah. to Johnny's. Walkers to Walkers. <laughs> I'm not comparing other like liquors to liquors. It's more fire yeah. than, than it's all about your than anything not Johnny Walker red for sure. When I think of Johnny Walker, I think about a man with a, a nice cravat, a nice hat. Uh, he's got a Was walking cane. Guy? He's smooth. He's, he's no. a smooth mover. This is not a smooth mover. Yeah, true. It's not. This is a man yeah, running to the bathroom in desperate fire diarrhea desperation. Yeah, true. And I don't understand. But it why. might be at the backside. Although I haven't had red in a long time, I don't know how it compares to that. <laughs> that's not really have what red. you want to mix with, and that's about <laughs> it. Why is this? Why is this called swing? Do we know? I had. I threw out the box that said what it does on it. There was a. There was some stuff on the back. I just thought it was on the back of the bottle. <laughs> if this is, if its primary motivation is to get me to buy a sex swing, no, it's not working. I don't think that's what it is. If its primary motivation is to get me to build a tire swing in my front yard, not working. Yeah, and that I, might work. And though. Now that it's we've got, got a couple of minutes removed, I feel like the fire is still involved in my neck area. So, did it's it sit your throat? Bit, it's a little it bit less. My throat a little bit. Yeah. Is it doing that bit. to you, Mark? It's uh, just kind of sitting there a little bit. So a little bit too much more, too much Jameson esque to me. Yeah, it's kind of surpassing the the old Nexium for the heartburn factor. Uh, it's kind of fighting past. <laughs> it's it's overriding that. That's not good. I'll see if my Prolisec holds up. If you're looking for something that 
is going to uh, batter the walls of your next same defenses for your heart <laughs> your or heart clean the walls of your throat out for uh, yeah. sinus issues or something. If you're a professional singer, this is not something you want to drink Definitely. right before you go on stage. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it uh, two thumbs sideways. I just don't think it's. I think it's really pretty mediocre overall. I think this would have been a better success if they had just named this Johnny Walker Purple or something. Poop. Uh, Johnny Walker Diarrhea. But <laughs> Fireball. I don't understand. Like, they imply that the name Swing is supposed to be something special. Like, yeah. you're, you're going to want to go to a swingers convention and bring along your sex swing. Okay. And be, while drinking this? While drinking this. So and they say, just to give you a little bit of back history on this, it says up to 35 individual whiskeys are used in the creation of Swing, oh, each carefully Lord. selected by the master blender, oh. whose take is to consistently reproduce the original character of the blend devised by Sir Alexander Walker. Okay. So they're trying to go back to the, right. ori- the origins. You know what this is? You know what this is? They had dregs at the bottom the, of barrels. They had a lot of extra shit. They had they a lot of extra shit. Put it all together. Let's, let's make a Johnny Walker with. suicide. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's a Johnny Walker suicide. <laughs> this is a cost-saving measure. And we're going to call it Swing. We're going to put yeah. a special name on it to make you think it's worth the money you're paying for it. We'll make some not. bullshit story up about, you know, how it's really how original Walker wanted it. Yeah. The fact is there was no Johnny Walker. Original he was a figment Walker. of all of our imaginations. Papa Walker. Yeah, exactly. Yes. How Paul Walker and Paul Kelly first designed <laughs> yeah. their whiskey. So I'm going to go one thumb sideways and one thumb down. Ooh. Um, the problem is... the. Be- the beginning, if it just tasted like the beginning of it, I would actually really like it. Yeah. It's the hellfire at the end of it that really brings it down. Um, so I'm going to have to say, just because I don't like things that burn like hell, um, you know, at least ingested, I'm going to have to give it two thumbs down. I, I think, uh, yeah, so we, get, we come out somewhere in the <laughs> middle of one thumb down, one thumb sideways between those three. A nice average. <laughs> Not a nice average. It's an, it is an average. Yeah, what was, what was that nice noise leading into that statement? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we'll hear that again later. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. That's true. So, sorry, Johnny Walker Swing. You will Not live, as good as your other products. You will live out the rest of your life on Thomas's counter. Try another uh, rendition of this as, Donny, uh, as Johnny Walker Swing and base it on 1990s uh, Wayne's World. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Do you still have the tropicals? Maybe you could dip your tropical. I do in not. This. Well, they may still be in the fridge. Actually, <laughs> there you go. There you go. Not so sure they're good at this point. There's a proper use. Probably of them right not. I'm not sure they were great the first time. <laughs> they're probably next to the box of old salad. <laughs> so Fuck you. <laughs> Two gallons of spinach. <laughs> All right. When we come back, we're gonna throw open the doors to the double flame hall of fame. Should be interesting. Um, at the same time, uh, we have some other stuff going on as well, so call the hotline at 469-665-9827 or Skype us at break room and leave us a voicemail. Harsh malt liquor taste. It's time to change. King Cobra. King Cobra is the only malt liquor that's so good when the taste grabs you. It's a different breed. It's quality. King Cobra is cold malt liquor satisfaction and a smooth taste. So when you pop the top, what's the clue? Don't let the smooth taste fool you. King Cobra. 
Bastion, you're old enough to get your head down out of the clouds and start keeping both feet on the ground, right? This book is not for you. I know why you are all here. The nothing is destroying our world. But there just might be one chance. His name is Atreyu. Are you willing to go on a quest? Of course. It will be very dangerous. But if you fail, the Empress will surely die. And our whole world will be utterly destroyed. By the fan-made trailer that we just played. Yeah, I was. I don't think we knew it was fan until the end of it, right? Uh, no, we didn't. That was a lot more dramatic. Than I was I think thinking they probably had nineteen eighty four. As we were watching it, I was like, it, it surprises me that none of the music from the movie is in that trailer. <laughs> yeah, but yes, at oh, well. the very end, the last drum you heard, the guy who put it together's website popped up. It's like brochandler.com. Ah, thanks for giving that guy more promo than he needed. <laughs> what was the name, Bro Chandler? No, don't worry about it. Bro Chandler. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't it. <laughs> Chandlerbomb.com. So, yeah, so <laughs> we haven't done the, uh, fuck you, dude. We haven't done the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> will you stop? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> God. We haven't done the old Double Flame Hall of Fame in a really long time. I think we only have three of those Ugh. so far. Those we can count a little bit easier than the uh, Double Dead Hall of Fame. Which we can't count at all. I think we've done three, and of those three, two of them were Batmans. <laughs> and one was uh, Blues Brothers. Yeah, so we, it was... Blues a, Brothers failed. It was that time to step back from the Blues, Batman. Blues Brothers always wins. Or movies that started with well, a it B. Well, didn't make it in, so, so it's a fail. Well, yeah, true, true. <clears throat> I'm just saying. Maybe a little bit different direction. No, uh, Club de Cuervos. The other one that made it in was Dead Poets Society. Oh, maybe we've done four of them. Yeah. Well, maybe we have done four of them, because we did Dark Knight, we did the original Batman, yeah. Tim Burton's Batman. 
Both of those made it in. We should go back and uh, catalog Blues all Brothers did not. Episodes. I think that, no, no. Um, there's, a, there's a summary of all episodes, at least, <laughs> except for one through seven. Yeah, true. But today we're talking we, we about... We didn't review anything in those, for sure. But yeah, today we're talking about, not Napoleon, um, we're talking about the never-ending story. So, I, I guess this is technically my segment, even though it's all of our segments, but I was trying to think of, you know... What, what, what's one of the top, like, five or six influential movies were when I was a kid? And this is 100% one of them. So I think, at least from what everybody says, that everybody watched it in the last week. Yep. But Dustin has said that before. And, and he's faking way through later that he lied about it. It was so. at least on. Okay. Well, I mean, I was, I was watching, I was half paying attention to it. So. Um, we all watched it recently. Um, it is, do we need to explain this movie to anybody? Um, I, mean, I did pull up the probably uh, the, our youthful audience short story here or uh, the short form uh, summary of it. Uh, let me just read a little bit of this. Mm. Uh, as a, <clears throat> a 1984 West German English language epic fantasy film based on the novel by the same name, Michael End. Is that his name with an E after mm-hmm. it? Sure. Okay. Indeed, the guy who hated the film actually. Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah he did. We'll get to that later. Have either of you read the book? Nope. I nope. Have, I have not either. Okay. Uh, story about a boy who reads a magical book that tells the story of a young warrior whose task is to stop a dark storm called the Nothing from engulfing a mystical world. Um, film was produced by blah blah. Nobody cares about that. That's pretty that, much all I need. So, to know. yeah, um, that's the that's the the short form summary of it. It's a kid who read. Yeah, he finds a magical book and he finds himself uh, intertwined in the story to save Fantasia. Yeah, through the adventures of Atreyu, who is a... I'm just upset Atreyu wasn't green, like in the book. <laughs> That's he, true. Was he green? He was, in Seems the book. Like an interesting specificity that doesn't really matter all that much. Yeah. He hunted the purple buffalo. Yeah, absolutely. Huh. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. That's probably part of why the author hated it. So yeah, I, I guess that's as we don't have to get probably get too much more detail than that. If you haven't seen it, obviously see it. Anything that we preview in Double Flame Hall of Fame Pre- should at least preview. be seen yeah. because one, if not all of us, thinks it's good enough to bring to the table. At least somebody out of three, yeah. or else why would we waste our yeah, time? Exactly. <laughs> We're not going to bring mean, Darkness Falls to this. There floor. are <laughs> stupid people who voted against the Blues Brothers. Queen but, of the that, uh, was the, that was the best vote. Nobody's going to bring Queen of the Dam to the table, though. <laughs> Yeah, the idiot who voted against the Blues Brothers should be. So you podcast. should definitely watch Joanna it. Man will be I mean, up next. it is a um, the movie itself is a, an interesting story about a never ending. The one. nothing is essentially Actually does the end. death of imagination. That's true. Um, throughout the film, it, it's a fake news title because it does have an ending. That's true. <laughs> fake news title. <laughs> and you notice in the story that old Bastion does get to the end of the book, so the story does end. Mm-hmm. So it is fake news. It's a metaphor for the story continues because you're writing the story every day. You're reimagining the story every day. God, you stupid fuck. They ran out of pages. It's fake news. <laughs> well, Mark is also almost 40 now, so he lives in the nothing. His imagination is gone. It's not fair to say we're almost 40. Would you stop that? <laughs> it's true. It can't be like, I'll be like uh, Gene What's-His-Fart in... Uh, Gene What's-His-Fart. <laughs> in the Willy Wonka movie. <laughs> the Wilder. Imagination. Yeah. Exactly. So, well, we're almost forty-five. How imaginative can we be? So, true. Just we to, are the nothing. To take it back a little <laughs> bit, um, I can remember the first time as a child, the first time I ever cried at a movie was. When were you finally allowed to see this? Because movie. you're noted for not being able to see you know, anything past so, G. I don't know what this is. Was this PG? I don't know. I don't know. 
I I was able to see this as a small child, so apparently, and so it scared the 17? the uh, the what's the what's the wolf the gamork gamork that thing scared the fuck out of me as a kid. <laughs> of course, I remember. That's why I didn't fuck for years. <laughs> <laughs> he was without fuck. <laughs> I was fuckless he's, because he's, of the more. He says got his fuck back, but there was some time there. How Thomas got his fuck back. New from TriStar Pictures. <laughs> It is. This is a documentary that heavily involved the never-ending story. It's a lot of hip thrust. <laughs> it's our next double flame movie. How <laughs> Thomas got his fuck back. <laughs> the sequel to Alice Tell got a group back, of course. Anyway. Maybe just watching Never-Ending Story 2 or something. Um, I believe there are at least two sequels to this movie. There are. Um, the I've, second one involves Jonathan Brandis, who we all know committed suicide at some point because he did this, this movie, movie and Sidekicks 2, or Sidekicks. <laughs> That's why. And Ladybugs. Sidekicks, that should be our next double point. <laughs> and <laughs> I think I can understand committing suicide after Never Ending Story oh, 2. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway, so all of those movies are not on the table right now. The Never Ending Story is, so... Um, I cried at the Artax scene for sure. Oh, who did like that? Is like yeah. as a kid that That's, was that, that was an incredible still, moment. That still tugs at the old uh, dark uh, heartstrings. Which is funny because as a kid, and as a kid, I also didn't understand. But also another extremely gripping scene in that movie, I think, is when uh, the rock biter towards the end when he's giving up. Yeah, yeah. And he he says the line at the very fir- first of his diatribe, and then at the end of it, they look like such great big strong hands. Yeah, which is just. Again, a metaphor within the movie. It's it's one of those it's movies really fucking fantastic. Like just playing at a kid level, like just the very surface level feelings gets to you. Oh yeah. But as the as you age and you understand what the what the true meaning yeah, behind like, the story is. I mean, there's it's so it's really a really quite it's a very dark movie. paramount. It's I mean, very good. It it's, deals with like it some, is a very dark movie for a children's yes. film. Yeah, I mean, it deals with some very adult themes. I mean, it's like a loss of a loved one. Uh, yep. anger, depression, suicide, like becoming an adult and finding your independence and realizing that nobody's going to save you except yourself. I mean, there's, that's some really, that's some heavy material for a child. So for those that don't know, I also found this kind of funny rewatching it. Um, Artax is the horse of Bastion, mm-hmm. who's the of protagonist. Uh, sorry, of, of Atreyu. Wait, yeah. Who's Bastion? Bastion oh, is the kid. The kid, the <laughs> kid reading the book. Atreyu. So, he dies in the swamp of sadness because, in theory, the horse has given up. Yeah. I find it funny. So, shortly after that, he's walking through the swamps without the horse, trying to get to the giant sea turtle. I can't remember what his name is. Mora. But Mora is not a sea turtle. <laughs> yeah. Giant turtle who has lots of knowledge. Um, I remember thinking when I watched it this time, like, how is he not sad enough right now after having losing his horse that he's not having trouble staying afloat? But yeah, well, he's just that strong. Of a they warrior. do kind of get to that eventually <laughs> because yeah. he almost drowns before before Falcor saves him. Falcor the Luck Dragon. Another fun another fun fact is that the uh, swamp scenes took over two months to film at one hundred thirty thousand dollars a day. Wow. Good lord! <laughs> Back in nineteen eighty four, that's a yes. ton of money. <laughs> yeah, this was the most expensive movie made outside of the United States. Are you serious? Yeah. It cost oh, in did not really need to recreate that right there, but <laughs> and, that's uh, crazy. So the budget for this movie, and keep in mind this was eighty four, I think, was twenty seven million, which in twenty seventeen money with inflation is sixty three million. Oof. Uh, but it ended up making a hundred million back in nineteen eighty four, which in today's dollars is two hundred thirty six million. So it definitely <sighs> made its budget back. Yeah, it did. That's crazy. I did not realize those. Statistics. And I have to say, like you know, of that era. It was one of those, there was kind of a resurgence or a renaissance for kids' movies, especially fantasy. Yeah. And 
we had a lot of those movies involving puppets. I mean, we had, you know, Dark Crystal, no we had puppet. Labyrinth, <laughs> Uh, and you know, Jim Henson, Jim, Jim, Jim Henson, Jim Henson, Jim, Jim, Jim Henson, Jim, 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 Jim Henson's company was involved in, you know, some of those. And I was kind of surprised. I always thought that Jim, Jim, Jim Henson is a terrible hard Jim name Henson. I thought, I thought their company was involved in this movie, but oh, man. it wasn't. It I, wasn't. I didn't know that. I didn't know it was filmed outside the United States, which you can't trust those films. Here's an interesting fun fact. The Orin, which is the little medallion uh, It's just Orin. It's not the Orin. Okay, I, I'm I'm saying a sentence. So in the sentence, the thing, the Orin, yeah, is is uh, owned by Steven Spielberg at this point. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, it's pretty funny. That, that's another fun fact. We're full of nothing to do with this movie. <laughs> full one, of fun facts. One last fun fact. Did you know the guy, uh, the same guy, voiced uh, the Rockbiter Falcor, uh, the Wolf, and was the narrator, yes, and was actually, the voice of Skeletor? Actually, did well the Skeletor piece. I didn't know the Skeletor from the from, from the, the He-Man show from the show from the TV show yeah. car- cartoon. Okay, yeah. Yes, I did know that that same guy like voiced everything. <laughs> it's kind of insane that um, you can kind of hear it if you pay attention, but yeah. Um, most of these people didn't go on to do much of anything. I can't remember the dude's name who plays his dad. Major uh, Major Dad. But that guy went on to do other things. Simon from Simon and Simon? Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, but basically everybody else you wouldn't know or recognize, really, which makes it yeah. you know, makes it a whole lot more a cult classic. Some than... more uh, fun facts here. Barrett Oliver, who played Bastion, uh, went into star in the two Cocoon movies, and he became a, photo- a photographer specializing in 19th century techniques. Uh, Noah Hathaway, who played Atreyu, went into motorcycle racing. <coughs> Tammy Stronach, who played the childlike empress, uh, her parents pulled her from acting after that movie uh, because of what was happening to other child actors of the time. And she went on to become a professional dancer and is now leads a U.S. US Israeli dance troupe. And she actually released, right around the time of this movie, a uh, an album that was entitled, like, Something Fairy Princess. Hmm. I've actually got a sample right here. Oh, let's hear that sample. Uh, this song is called The Fairy Queen. Ooh. A lot of different notes in that song. Sounds suspiciously like the Never Ending Story uh, theme song. Thomas, you had this to your uh, new playlist? So, no. The other thing I did want to mention for sure is the music from the movie. Uh, like most really good movies, especially movies that end up on this specific tablet for approval or not approval, um, the music is a, a, an incredibly important piece of this thing. It is very much a product of the 80s. Oh, but it's oh, but so But awesome. it is so fucking classic. Um, I've got it mixed on my... Uh, there's two songs... Particularly that I'll do this with, but I've got it. It's one of the I don't know twelve or thirteen thousand songs I have on my uh, phone. Pow. And when pow, I'm pow, listening pow, to music pow. at work, just on random, and the song pops up um, of um, I don't know what the track is called, but it's basically Our Taxes Demise. <laughs> when that pops up, I go, Nope, nope, not listening to that right now. <laughs> so it's that song Screaming and the Sia song from the last episode of Six Feet Under. When those songs pop up, I'm always like, Nope, nope, nope. 
Did you know I uh, can't deal with that right now? Noah Hathaway had a horse accident right before this and crushed a vertebrae. No, wow. I did not know that, yeah. man. You, like you said months. we were done with man, the fun facts. You were fun facts. I'm full of fun facts. We should just rename this segment for film fun facts. <laughs> um, I think that's about. I think that's about. And, it. and the Falcor, uh, the Falcor dragon actually weighed 200 pounds. It took 20 people to operate. Oh my god! <laughs> 25 people actually. I think it's the, not like he was that crazy motion animated <laughs> either. Yeah, that's true. I, I think the great thing about this movie is it plays on so many levels. Like you, it really, you're, you, it plays at a certain level when you're a kid because you're kind of stupid and you don't know a lot. But it kind of still tugs <laughs> your heartstrings, right? But as you get older, you start again. As we mentioned, you start to recognize other themes, oh. and it's interesting as you see. Like there was the, first of all, there was the explosion of of kids movies where they're the heroes at the time yeah because we had as a child why the navigator the last starfighter so don't ruin uh, all of the movies that were in my list <laughs> monster squad goonies adventures in babysitting hook explorers yep. et stand by me the we, lost boys we need to travel to uh, bavaria hook film is a little bit later than these movies well i'm, I'm saying sure it's it's early 90s of, well it may it may have been but there was probably like a 10-year period these were all kind of spaced out sure sure yeah but it was kind of interesting there was this explosion of i think there was I don't know. The '80s was a weird time, anyways. It was. I mean, there was only dumbasses I, were born. Well, in the 80s. to me, like yeah. this movie speaks to speaks to me on like a latchkey kid level because I was a latchkey kid <laughs> coming out of divorced parents. That's a brag, I know. Uh, it's in a montage somewhere um, already. <laughs> but uh, I think it, I mean Bastion was a latchkey kid. You know, he lost his mother. I was a latchkey kid. Uh, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I next to a field that was full of oil equipment. <laughs> I didn't realize that was a drop for a second there. I had a treehouse. <laughs> I think it speaks to I think it speaks to kids on a lot of levels. Uh, yeah, and adults too. That's yeah, a thing. I know. But I'm saying at the time, like why it was such a big hit. Sure, at the time. And you know, I think uh, kids at the time probably it was it was a it's a yeah an era for feeling like more independent and discovering your independence because you don't necessarily trust yeah. the adults. I mean, it was night. It came out in 1984. I definitely did not see it when I was four. Um, yeah. It was. I was probably. It was probably the end of the 80s when I saw it. But um, when man. you were ni- 19, <laughs> the end of the. I'm the same age you are, man. Do math. Yeah, 45 basically. And it was interesting. There was a a resurgence of fantasy. Like I said, I mentioned earlier, we haven't had since. I mean, we had Willow, Princess Bride, Secret of Nim, Labyrinth, Dark Crystal, Legend, uh, in this movie. And I don't think we've seen really. Uh, an explosion of fantasy like that since even around Lord of the Rings we did. I like watch. those. I mean, Lord of the Rings is a whole thing un, uh, unto itself. I know, the explosion of uh, Star Wars movies has added that back in a little bit. Uh, yeah, but that I don't necessarily. I mean, it is fantasy. It's sci fantasy. It's fantasy though. But it's but it's not like hard like you know, I don't know, Elven fantasy or whatever. It's <laughs> yeah, this true. Isn't Elven fantasy either. Well, this you don't talk about it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Star Wars what are you differentiating? You, you, you're basically trying like to swords and hard differentiate between science fiction and fantasy. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying this is okay. hard fantasy. As so, opposed to. Flight of the Navigator counts as science fiction. Then, if we're going to go that route, okay. All right. An explosion of kid-oriented sci-fi and fantasy. <laughs> Fine. But I'm saying even Lord of the Rings didn't have uh, didn't cause any sort of resurgence of fantasy. Even it's like there was Lord of the Rings and there was really nothing around that. See, I don't think that's the case at all. Like. There's plenty of fantasy things out there. Uh, the one I can think of right now, just because the dragon is um, is the Reign of Fire that came out. I mean, there's that. There's plenty yeah. of other things that have there come was, out. I, I guess. I, all right. I mean, in pop, like they may really not popular. be like Reign of Fire was not that popular. top twenty five grossing of all time, like the Final Fantasy, uh, Final Fantasy, like the uh, Lord of the Rings movies are. 
And I would say this actually Final Fantasy kind of came out in that same era. And I would say wasn't that that was mostly kids saving the world. It was kind of a similar. They were at least teenagers, right? Well, we're talking about the games. Yeah, I'm talking about the themes, the thematic elements. No, so they're not like, kids. They look like I, little stubby I things, they were but kids. They're, they're not kids. No, no. Well, screw me then. I mean, Final Fantasy VII. They're a little bit younger. Once you get to that, but they're always got like younger uh, teens. Nah. Depends. They're eight big characters. They're usually at least really tell... they're usually at least probably twenties. Yeah, I would yeah, yeah. Well, fuck me then. So we need to travel to Munich, Germany, so we can actually ride a Falcor. Ride a Falcor. They have a they have one set up all the time. You can get on and take pictures with and stuff. Awesome. We can go uh, to Oktoberfest and ride a Falcor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We should. So, do you have any complaints about the movie? Um, for me, it moves it moves a little too fast. Like it's it's pretty choppy. It does jump a bit. Um, a lot. I think they could have honestly made the movie 20 minutes longer. It's not... They could have. Yeah. I know you're playing to a kid audience. I was going to say, with that, you probably don't want to add a lot of... A lot you don't want to have too many lulls. Or maybe, yeah. like, expand the scenes a little. It just felt like they jumped around so fast at times that... It does, but they also proceed it with... It's jumping as the kid is reading the book. Yeah, yeah. And I, so I get there's it. There's some space to believe that there's, there's text in there that wasn't as important to make the actual movie, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, it's jumping around to where the heats of the battle, heats of the actual storyline, the meat of the story is at. Yeah. It's just funny when you were sick that you decided to watch this in Princess Bride. You just like the books, the movies with kids reading books and jumping around in stories. That's funny. I didn't even think that about the, that. That was the theme of the day. Apparently it was. And, and not only that, but uh, old men with books. Yeah, right? That was old men with books? Because at the beginning of Princess Bride, it's uh, the old man reading to Fred Savage. Yes. Peter Falk. And this, yeah, Peter Falk. Yeah. And this one, it's fake Wolf, uh, Wolf of Brimley. Uh, has a book for the kid, so... He owns yeah. the bookstore. He's well, not know, reading the saying, book. There's a similar element of old men. What's your, what's your hang up on old men and books? But here. I'm saying if there's a similar really element it's one of, of his old fantasies. men introducing books to young children. He's Why got are an you old man this book a thing. Fetish thing. <laughs> He's got an old man book thing. Because I drink some of the swing. <laughs> I'm all horny now. <laughs> That's what it says at the back of it. <laughs> May make May. you want old men to read books to you. Surgeon General's warning. It's weird. <laughs> um, and May introduce a bear club relationship. I definitely wasn't bothered by that as much as you apparently were. I wasn't bothered by the um, old man. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. The jumping around. I he skipped back to the jumping so I was around. Turned on by the. Yeah. I jumped back to the jumping around, or the the the, the lack of transition. Um, yeah, not really. But then again, it's really hard for me to. It's hard to pick out the things that annoy me because this is one of those things that's very built up in my mind. Yeah, I agree. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. Because of what it meant to me at the time. So it's hard for me to actually pick it apart justly. It's the movie that made him lose his fuck. It's true. It's it's an important (laughs) impact on my life. pivotal. Very pivotal. It's true. Started the production of uh, How Thomas Got His Fuck Back. (laughs) He would have never started that had he not watched Everything Story. Exactly. It launched his movie career. <laughs> it was the second most successful documentary next to Fistful of Quarters. Yeah, exactly. Or loose change. And while we're actually going to be starting the documentary here uh, at, during Thanksgiving when we go to the Dominican, the three of us. <laughs> what is that one going to be called? It's going to be how Thomas gets his fuck back. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Part two. We've already done the other one. Well, that's true. We'll just be filming you in 4K as you try to fuck everybody. <laughs> It'll be the whole documentary. How Thomas got his fuck back again. Uh, all right. All right. That's how. So, let's see. Thumbs up. Thomas, you obviously, since you nominated this movie, you get two flaming thumbs up. Yes, I do. I, I wouldn't bring it here if I didn't. So, yes, I do. Dustin? Did you also know that the child, uh, childlike empress... <laughs> Shut lost- up, <on> facts. 
lost two teeth and had to have falsies. <laughs> like, for the movie? No, she lost teeth because she was of age of losing teeth, so they had to put oh, fake teeth in. Oh, well, she looks older than that. And they made her, uh, they made her get a lisp as well, apparently. Sebastian! Oh, really? Yeah. Sebastian! Call my name! Save me, Bastian! Apparently that was due to the fake teeth. Say my name, Bastian! <laughs> okay, so the one annoying thing Full that I've always... Ass. I know it's part of Our it, child. but... <laughs> I always want to know what the fuck he was saying there at the end. Moonchild. Like the name. Yeah. Was it? Yep. Moonchild! It was on the... According uh, to the book. I, think I, was, on, oh, okay. I had the subtitles turned on because I, I was... Uh, oh, really? Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I, was, I turned them on while I was walking on the treadmill, and you know the treadmill's kind of loud. Pow, pow. And, yeah. and I was working and walking on the treadmill and watching this at the same time. And yeah, he does... Such a multitasker. And masturbating. Yeah. <laughs> Try to get my phone because back. Because involved an old man reading, <laughs> gifting a book to a child. That's my primary uh, pant material. Is so weird. Books. Every time that happens, there's not on Pornhub. There's not a lot of videos in that category, but it does exist. You have to make them yourself. They're all yeah. So it's a browser specialty. God. <laughs> and read this book. That's all it is. I heard Reality Kings has a new one, and Bang Bus. He has, to, he has to, like, play around to the parts, like uh, Princess Bride. This isn't a kissing book, is it? <laughs> they just have a lot of scenes cut together of old men giving books. <laughs> oh, yeah. You give him that book. Is it leather-bound? Yeah. Here's your book. Is that Here's sh- your book. Here's your book. Just a bunch of guns. Is that Charlotte's Web? Are you giving him Charlotte's Web? <laughs> oh, God, make it a classic. That's Is spider- that Catcher in the Rye? <laughs> spider's gonna die, motherfucker. <laughs> God. <laughs> All right, uh, Thomas or Dustin. I mean, uh, how many flaming thumbs? Or do you do you reject this uh, book to half court? Uh, no, I book. think it's but the movie. I mean, <laughs> the book. I Sorry, actually I'm he's so stuck on books. <laughs> do you reject this book? As an old man hands it to you. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> it's even hotter oh, when God. he rejects it. <laughs> Make him put up a fight. God, jeez. Um. Yeah, I mean, this is one of those films, unlike Blues Brothers, that I actually have the nostalgia uh, <laughs> attachment to since yeah. I did watch it as a kid. And like, kind of like Thomas said, I don't really have too many complaints about it. I don't feel like I thought it was as depressing when I was a kid as True. when I got older. Because you don't is get it on the same level yeah, as a I child. I mean, an innocence. Obviously, the horse scene is depressing <laughs> at sure. any age, but sure. outside of that, you know, I didn't really think about it that deep, but. Um, yeah, I would go ahead and give it uh, two flaming thumbs up. Yeah, I'm going to give it two flaming thumbs up also. I found a lot more meaning, because I hadn't watched this in probably ten years, and I found a lot more meaning in it as an apathetic, uh, you know, midlife adult. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the like, because I, you do relate to the fact, like, the whole thing about the nothing is, it is the manifestation of loss and hopes and dreams. And, like, there's things, like, sure. I will never get to accomplish in my life, and there's things I still want to do that I may not be able to do, like, uh, you know, I don't know, like... Start a beer store or a growl shop or something. Retiring at thirty. Uh, re- retiring and I yep. get to retire at 30. thirty-five. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to get to do that. So I can I can understand that a lot more. And then to me, it kind of connects also with kind of that same apathetic feeling of youth from like The Breakfast Club or Less Than Zero or something like that. And I think maybe it was a recurring theme through the eighties, uh, sort of. And maybe that, Less Than Zero was really apathetic. That, yeah, I know. And and uh, Rules of Attraction, two brothers in East Nellis books and yeah. movies. That had kind of a similar connection, so I think maybe there was a theme running through the '80s that maybe uh, were, were were more prevalent, and I kind of connect to that more now. And as I'm venturing heavily towards a midlife crisis, so uh, <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, it's <laughs> venturing towards your overheated apartment. You're going to die yeah, in exactly <laughs> at 47 or whatever you said before. Yep. Eating uh, eating tuna out of cans. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> so I give this movie again. Please don't make it overheated. That's going to make it even worse. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give this or movie quicker. two flaming thumbs up because it works on so many levels. Just some minor minor complaints about it, but overall, it's it's a wonderful movie that I highly recommend anybody watch. Pow. So. Never ending story. Newest admission into the Double Dead Hall of Fame. That movie is not kicked out onto, uh, out of Britney's asshole. Glad to hear that. Wait, no, that, I don't think Britney's pathways right. have anything to do with this one. High five. Out. Go. Out. Go. Was it Jessica Simpson's asshole in this one? I just don't think we ever did anything that specific towards this. Shave oh, your fajita pants. We need, we got enough movies now. Shave your fajita pants? What the fuck? Shave your fajita pants. What the fuck? I don't know. You said it. <laughs> I'm sure I totally said those exact words in that way. That was not edited together. Uh huh. Well, thanks for listening to episode two something or another of the record. Room. Into the vagina and out the ass. Two eighty six, two sixty eight, something like that. Two four hundred and seventy two. Uh, you can call us at four six nine six six five nine eight two seven. That's four six nine six six five nine eight two seven. Nobody gives a shit about them. So we'll catch you guys. Uh, oh, I should say, if, uh, if you enjoy craft beer, listen to the other podcast that Dustin and I do called Brew Bloods. You can find that at brewbloods.net. Otherwise, we'll catch you guys. 469-665-9827. Johnny not on the spot over here. Uh, we'll catch you guys <laughs> next time for episode 269 or 962 of The Breaker. Definitely not 962. Alco out. Gasoline. High five. And the problem with doing teenagers, I think, is pretty obvious.